Good morning, everyone. It is Monday, October 3rd, 2022. This is the Sipstack on Substack, read by myself, author Ryan Cipriani. And today's edition is entitled Writing Mechanics, the Paragraph Masterclass. Good Monday morning, writers, readers, poets, and dreamers. Do you know what we get to do this week? We get to create. We get to imagine. We get to make the world better than it was yesterday with our contributions to culture. Yes, we get to do those things. None of us have to. We get to. We're privileged to do so. And I think that's really exciting. This week on the Sibstack, we're going to be going through some writing mechanics, starting simple and gradually growing more complex as we demystify some of the opaque language and lessons of writing. After all, we all learned the proper use of dashes and semicolons in high school English, but does anyone really remember those teachings? It's always worthwhile to refresh yourself on the basics, so let's jump into it. The Paragraph Masterclass. What is a paragraph? Let's start by approaching literature from a scientific uh, perspective. And since I'm in the mood to mix metaphors, we'll also throw some baking in there. Did I mention that I bake? I have stunning croissants in the oven right now. You're jealous. I promise. In literature, professional writing, journaling, really any kind of writing, you can break down a manuscript into its smaller, fundamental parts. Letters are arguably subatomic particles, protons and electrons. And clearly Y is a neutron because it gets to be both a consonant and a vowel somehow. Uh, This makes words akin to the elements on the periodic table, the basic building blocks of all writing. Sentences, therefore, are simple covalent bonds, with a bunch of related atoms sticking together to make something more complex. This is where we arrive at paragraphs, and where I'm going to switch metaphors slightly. Paragraphs essentially represent a chemical reaction between complex structures to create something even more complex and useful. If a book is a baked loaf of bread, the paragraphs inside represent the flour, the yeast, the salt, and all the other ingredients that got it there. The paragraph is probably the most recognizable building block of literature or writing. While in line editing, we take time to consider all those smaller particles, every word and every sentence, the flow of paragraphs in a piece largely informs how well-paced and structured it is. Stephen King went so far as to say that paragraphs should not only read nicely, but they should look nice as well. The way they appear on a page can inform a reader's experience. Without good paragraphs, our writing falls apart into a jumble of unrelated sentences with no clear distinction or orientation to tell the reader how a piece should be read. So how do I write a paragraph? Now, definitionally, a paragraph is a self-contained idea, a mini-story in and of itself that has a clear introduction, body, and conclusion. Like a good story, the body or second act should be longer than the introduction and conclusion combined. We tend to think of the best, most succinct paragraphs as being four to six sentences. This is not necessarily a hard and fast rule, but we are going to use that as our example for today's lesson. If you ever want to re- read great paragraphs, structurally speaking, read a research paper. Research papers do not screw around with their paragraphing and know exactly how to build an idea in fluid, cogent manner. They follow a very basic formula that we are all tacitly aware of, but probably don't put much thought into when we do our own writing. The first sentence is the first act of your paragraph. It introduces the idea of what is to come and lays out essentially what the reader should expect from the next several sentences. There is an argument to be made that a reader reading a book with perfectly structured paragraphs could read only the first sentence of each one and still understand what's happening, though they would lose all the rich context and detail, of course. Your first sentence needs to clearly state what concepts are about to come. 
The next several subsequent seconds sentences are your second act. They develop on the idea laid out, but advance or complicate it. Here's the important part. Every subsequent sentence should in some way relate to the introduction. They should all be part of the same sequence of thoughts. If you were to take a subsequent sentence out of context and compare it to the introductory sentence, there should be a clear link between them. If there isn't, then maybe that sentence belongs in a different paragraph. Finally, your concluding sentence does exactly that. It concludes the paragraph. This does not need to summate everything that came before, as that would be redundant. It does, however, need to clearly close those ideas, or at least provide a clear link to the next paragraph where the idea will be complicated or advanced even more. Your final sentence is your third act. We're past the climax and now look back at how things have changed. So what does this tell us about storytelling? Have you ever read a story that really meandered? Like it became super unclear where it was headed. It likely was suffering not from a lack of storytelling, but rather a lack of proper structure. The rising action in the second act did not be, seem to be related to the conflict that was laid out in the first act. Or the third act felt like it wasn't concluding in a satisfactory way, even given, uh, or given everything that the story had uh, laid out. Now, paragraphs work similarly. An idea is stated, evidence supports the idea, and then the idea is concluded. It seems simple, but in practice, it can be relatively complex and oddly challenging. Yet, if your paragraphs are well-structured and you apply a similar structure to your story, the cohesion and flow will seem effortless to the reader. Think about it. In the opening paragraphs of your manuscript, you lay out what the reader should expect uh, or come to expect from the story. And those paragraphs together represent the primary thesis of your work, whether creative or professional. And within each of those paragraphs are advancing ideas that build upon one another to support that thesis. So it, goes, uh, so it goes for the second act and the main action of your story, and the third act bringing the things to a close. The best manuscripts are composed of the best paragraphs. Every sentence is important. They all work together. There is reason and order to it all, even in the most chaotic, twisty, turny stories. Although we can love our stories to be wild and unpredictable, the human mind still craves order. Paragraphs are how you create that order. So here's today's writing prompt. Using what we've learned this morning about paragraphs, write one five-sentence paragraph on what you want to accomplish for the day. Set out a goal, expand upon it in greater detail, and conclude it with a call to action to yourself. This is actually just a great daily practice, as it'll force you to consider how you want to use your time in the day ahead and create a detailed, albeit brief and actionable, plan of attack. Structure your day like a paragraph. Have an idea work towards that idea, and then conclude that work for now. All right, y'all, I have taken up enough of your time for one morning. You've got writing to do. I've got writing to do. Let's all get to it. We'll see you tomorrow. And as always, if you do appreciate the uh, the work of the SIP stack, please consider leaving a rating, uh, liking, subscribing, any and all of that. It is terribly appreciated and goes a very long way to uh, to helping to support uh, me can, uh, keeping this, uh, this podcast and this uh, newsletter going. So thank you again for your time and attention. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing everybody tomorrow.